are live. What is up, everybody? This is James Walmer, and welcome to Strictly Casual. Joining me today is the amazing Vincent DeSantis. This is Strictly Casual, your one and only unoriginal podcast by unprofessional college students, and the only podcast in which your hosts unintentionally match. Yeah, you know, you already know what's going this on. This is the second time this has happened. We're just... It's just great minds think alike, you know? I, there's not much great I can say else. You know? This is why we're in this together, man. Exactly. Exactly. This is exactly Wouldn't why. have a better to- partner. Wait. Today, couldn't we have. have eight items okay. on the docket. That's right. It's okay, Ben. It's just I, bad I English, you know? I, we're running a podcast, okay. and my English is like a C-. minus. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So we have eight items, too. Eight <laughs> items for you today. Quite a lot. Big things. Yeah, what are, Big things. what are we going over? First of all, whoa, 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 hold on. Can't get, can't jump the gun, Vin. Give him a preview. What do we got? Okay, all right, all right. You know just what? You know what? Just give me a preview. A little, a little, little taste. Uh huh. Well, the big, the big head honcho of this donkey, of this donkey, 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 <laughs> is a little uh, inside Xbox event that happened yesterday. Yep. You know, and Vin and I discussed it a lot. We said, oh, we should, like, live stream it. We should, you know, try and jump right. on that as soon as possible. But because resources are slim at the moment, and trying to get more resources in this time in Corona uh-huh. is impossible. No. Everything's uh, back-ordered. Everything's mm-hmm. unobtainable at the moment. And ridiculous prices. Right. It's extortion Very out true. there. you got to watch out. Don't overpay for stupid stuff, people. It's true. However, we're still covering that bad boy. That's right. We took notes live. Absolutely. And we're going to be reading reading them off for you mm-hmm. today. That's the big boy. Got a little bit of a Fallen Order free update. A lot of EA stuff going on. A little cyberpunk stuff um, going on. Cyberpunk stuff going on. And of course, some RFS random fun stuff. Absolutely. And if we have time, some questions at the end. That's right. From you, the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get started. Yeah? Let's get started. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, Vin, how you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. Pretty good. Great. Um, But what I was going to bring up, James, was an experience like no other I had this week. Wow. And you, you told me to. T- I should tell the story on the podcast, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a little. I'm gonna tell an oh, abridged version. I can't version. wait for this. Okay. Um, so the Clone Wars ends. This is a little off gaming topic. It's a little on the Star Wars topic. You know. That's okay. Um, it's all welcome here. It's all welcome. Um, the Clone Wars ends, and of course, I want to finish up and I want to watch Revenge of the Sith, as I was saying last week, right? Of course. So I throw it on. Of course, my dad's a pretty big Star Wars fan, too. So me and my brother and my dad are watching. And my mom comes in, you know, she sits down and starts watching. And I've assumed that all of us have seen this movie. Apparently, my mother has not seen this Star Wars movie at all. And she was completely unaware that Anakin is Darth Vader. Okay. Oh, big spoilers here. Pretty big reveal. Pretty big reveal. Um... I had to watch her reactions through the two hours of Anakin becoming evil, and she was absolutely appalled. When Anakin <laughs> starts going evil and then, like, kills the younglings and chokes Padme, she's like, she was going through it. My mom had absolutely no <laughs> idea. And she was, like, stunned. 
and it was just a great experience. Like, you can't really have that experience with too many people now, because everybody knows. Everybody's seen it. But I was, like, seeing mm-hmm. it through her eyes, seeing it for the first time. I was like, wow, this is great. This is something else. That's wow. all. That's my story for the week, James. How are you doing? <laughs> was there any auditory responses? From oh, her? yeah. There was gasps. There was, like, the big eyes, you know? Like, the... Mm, the big eyes. Yeah. Um, and there was, like, <laughs> oh, my God. A lot of that, too. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yep. Okay. How you? How was your week? Week's good. Start online classes. Yeah. Same. Astronomy right now for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Clone Wars ended this at the beginning of this. Oh week? my god! Yeah. You guys go watch Clone Wars. At least the last we'll arc, if nothing else. Yeah. So um, I restarted Bloodborne this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I'm at the. Uh, I forgot what he's called. The big, the big dude who's made out of all the bodies. Okay. It's just like a big piling heap of like skeletons and flesh yeah. and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. Beat Rom the vacuous spider. Rom the vacuous night. spider. What a name! Yeah. It's so sad. He's literally you jump down into this like lake, and he's just chilling there. Mm-hmm. Like he's not doing anything. Yeah. Like, he won't attack you if you don't attack him. But you just gotta, you gotta make it happen. You gotta kill him. You gotta ruin his day. Sure. It's gotta happen. It's fair. And then you ruin his day. Um, yesterday, I streamed an hour of Uncharted 3. How'd it go? It was good. I had a couple people in the yeah. chat hanging out. Um, cool. It was a great time, and... I'm seeing where you're coming from that Uncharted 3 is better than Uncharted 2. I can't say it yet, for sure, but as I'm playing it, I'm like, okay, you might be right. It's the you truth. You might be right. It's the truth. But God, I love those games so much. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> and bless you. Oh, round two. Bless you. No way. No way. Round three. Wait for it, everybody. Wait for it. Negative. Okay, nothing's happening. Okay, all right. Okay, so while James is deciding if he's going to sneeze for a third time or not, okay, there it is. He sneezed. We're jumping right in, right in to the Xbox event. We're jumping right into the thick of it, boys, right in the middle of the crossfire. Now, with keep in mind, this isn't, this is started at 8 a.m. our time. Um, so I set my alarm for like 7.56, you know, so I can find the webpage fast enough to watch this thing. I'm watching it in bed, and I have, okay, let me preface this by, if you don't know, me and James primarily play PlayStation. That does not mean we're Xbox haters by any means of the imagination. Except we hate Xbox. Except we hate Xbox, just kidding. But I was like very optimistic about this event, and so when we're about to maybe shit on it a little bit uh it's coming from a place of love coming from a place of xbox do better playstation we don't hate it because it's xbox we hate it because it's bad right exactly exactly um i saw a ranking on twitter that afterwards after the whole thing was over i think jeff Keeley put it up he's like what would you rate that xbox event which he shouldn't have done because wasn't he like running it with summer wasn't that part of summer of gaming or whatever Oh, God, I hope not. 
Anyways, it had... I thought Summer of Games started in June. It had a D ranking. That was the lowest. It was A, B, C, D, and it, D ranking was at like 50-ish percent. I, think I the, gave it a C. Yeah, I, I did too, actually. I gave it a C. Um, But the video on YouTube, I think, has... When I left it, it had a half dislikes, half likes. I don't know if that's changed or not. I can check in a minute, but... I remember it switched around the Assassin's Creed Valhalla... Oh, it was fine. Trailer, it was like, like, right afterward. Right. We'll get and to that in a second. it really took a turn for the worst. Yeah. Okay. Okay, do I'm you want to do a quick rundown of your notes? About, I'm just going to say, I'm just yeah. going to go straight through them. Yeah. First off, we have a game called Bright Memory. This is probably the most, the highlight. It looked so sick. Of the presentation. Mm-hmm. Even though we got the least amount of information about it. Also, the compression rate for this game, well, like, not for the game, but for the stream on YouTube, was awful, so I couldn't really see anything. Mine looked alright. Because it just... Okay. Maybe it's just... (laughs) (laughs) But we got a lot going on here, okay? okay? There's a lot of different concepts, so, like, it looks like you kind of have, like, medieval, like, plate armor on, Mm -hmm. but then he pulls out, like, a assault rifle and a pistol, and it's kind of got, like, the Titanfall... Like, movement, style, kinda. ammo counter mm-hmm. on the side, and movement. Got free-running mechanics. I don't know how you're free-running in a suit of armor, but, like, that's okay. Yeah. I don't care. It's all about You the have fun. a grapple hook on your arm. Um, there's one point where there's a dude with, like, a shield and, like, a lance or a sword, mm-hmm. and you do some sort of, like, you slide into him, and you launch him in the air, and you shoot him up a little bit, and then you take your sword out, which no one knew you had, and you dice him up a little bit in the air. That's right. And then you, like, slam him on the ground. Dude's dead, and then you do some more running around, shoot some people, and then you get into this car. Also, this is all set in like Japan. Yeah, like very right. obvious like feudal like, Japan, some sort of Asian or Japanese mm-hmm. theme here. And so you ch- finally like jump into this like uh, it's the car. The car kind of looks like if you either had the cyberpunk car mm-hmm. or the um um oh, oh, what am I trying to think of? The Batman car from the... Um, I'm blanking on the actor's name. The new one. Oh, I'm Ben Affleck? On right now. No. Christian Bale? haven't any movies with. No. Oh, Robert Pattinson? Twilight guy. Robert yeah, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Thank Pattinson. You. Okay. Just couldn't think of it. Um, this looks really cool. Um, maybe stuck in development hell forever. Definitely could be one of the, those games that we see, like, here and never hear about for another five years. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. Next up, we... Bright Memory. And that's... I'm excited for it. Now, I am, too. It, it looks great. Okay, a lot of these games... Are are they Xbox first party? All of these games? Because Assassin's Creed should... They're, they're not. Right, so I think they just unveiled a lot of games. There's potential that this game's coming to PS5, too. Absolutely, but we don't. We know. don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't remember whether I have a little thing that says exclusively on Xbox. Yeah. They just had the next up. We have Dirt thing. Five. Yeah, the little smart delivery thing. Next up, we have Dirt Five. It's set in New York. It's Dirt Five. You race some cars around hey, the track. You got Noel North and Troy Baker. In the same game. That's yeah. pretty cool. They play one of them. One of them plays the main antagonist, and one of them is the protagonist. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to build a story, not just the racing. 
And of course, the dirt graphics always look good, so I'm sure it'll yeah, look great look spinning good. tires in mud on the next gen. <laughs> A lot of spinning tires in mud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. In New York. Yep. That's it. Alright. That's Dirt 5. If you're excited, there's a trailer. In Ebb Software, not in Ebb Software, but from Ebb Software, as a part of the Xbox Game Pass, is this little game called Scorn. And this is, I literally wrote my notes, gross-ass game. Yeah. Literally, what the fuck? I can't explain this. Yeah, it... I don't know, man. It was weird as hell. There was some, like, resurrection stuff going on with some, like... Okay, this isn't a new game. Phalluses and all this kind of stuff. Okay. This isn't a new game. We've seen this before. What, what it has it? been... I remember we got this trailer a few... I want to say like a year or two ago. Same trailer? And it was... Not the same trailer. It okay. was a different trailer, but it was for Scorn. Uh-huh. And in the trailer, you... Um, it actually shows gameplay. Okay. And the protagonist or whoever you play as kind of like you're in this room that's really fleshy as kind of the game you know as the aesthetic goes uh-huh. like it looks like you are in like a stomach or something like that okay you know some part of anatomy and you have this weapon that looks like it's made out of like bone mm-hmm. and you like take the little like thing up the top and you put like bones like little like smaller bones inside it Okay. And you start shooting these, like, other, like, demons or whatever they are. Huh. Interesting. Also, look okay. I don't... Or that Yeah, trailer. um... It, it's... It's from a while ago, but... I don't know what to expect from this game. There's a retractable finger penis. Yeah, at man. At some point. It was weird. And... Uh, it's a weird game, but I could see it being good. I wasn't even somehow. intrigued afterwards. I was, like, just grossed out. And that was it. I was like, well, that's the last time I ever say anything about that game. For me. Color me intrigued. I want to know more. Okay, fair enough. From Deep Silver is this game called Chorus, but with a V instead of a U. Is it not Chorus? Rises 1. No, it's not Corvus. Okay. It's Chorus. Um, It has smart delivery, spaceships. Mm -hmm. Dogfighting and the aesthetic kind of matches the game control. That is super like, funny if you say you that. You didn't see the spaceships, yeah. like you'd be like, "Oh, this is control DLC." That's super funny you say that because I was thinking the same exact thing when I was watching it. But I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, maybe I'm just saying that because it's a female protagonist with superpowers," you know? So I was like, mm-hmm. "But I don't know. It does kind of look like control a little bit. It looks like control. Yeah. Um, it looks." Like a dog fighting game, yeah, not really my thing, but a lot of people's thing. It might be. It's kind of arcadey, um, not super like hardcore dog fighter. Yeah, that's what I texted you, right? Kind of looks arcadey. More like the, yeah, yeah, you texted me that, and it kind of looks like more in vain of that Star Fox dog fighting. Yeah, it sure doesn't look like a sixty dollar game. No, it looks probably like, a, like thirty forty. Yeah, exactly. Like an experience you play for a while, not a full. Mm-hmm thing but it looks kind of cool i would say i would put this above a lot of the other games we've seen on, on this yeah uh, absolutely in this thing from ea we have madden 21 mm-hmm. um patrick mahomes is mahomes sorry is headlining as the cover guy yeah and so i have in my notes how much do you think they paid for him and then he made like a joke about how 
like he's pretty like new or whatever he's young and mm-hmm. so I said lol we get it he's young and then the buzzword of the entire trailer is feel feel the experience right. not just watch it but you feel it and they had the trailer going through like the older versions of the games all the way to the newer versions and the graphical improvements and stuff mm-hmm. like that we've seen that kind of trailer before for Madden but to be honest I think it works I think that trailer works if it ain't broke don't fix it right yeah I guess so um, James, have you played like a Madden game in a long time, like or bought a Madden game? Ever? Not in a while. I haven't bought okay. one for at least ten years. The last one I bought was like Madden 13 on my PS3. Now I played Madden 13 for years after it was like already gone because I didn't really care about catching up with the players and that kind of stuff. Sure, it was more of like that was a fun couch game with friends, you know. But mm-hmm. that's as far as that went for me. I, I could never get like really into it. But I'm also not, like, a huge football fan. I like football, but I'm not, like, diehard. Same. Yeah. Coming in next is a game from Hardsuit Labs and Paradox Interactive called Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. The king of subtitles. Because there's, like, it's big. three of them. Yeah. Big, big title. I don't know who's on their marketing team. Right. But... Um, this game had I, a weird ass start. It was a weird ass start. I texted you. <sighs> I said, "Oh, Sims Five. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> it's basically this guy dancing around with these knives or whatever, and he's strung people up like puppets and like cut their faces open and shit. It's disgusting. And James's like, "Oh, it's Sims yeah, 5. he's like forcing him to smile, and like their eyes are big. It's so gross. They look excited. It's gross. It is really gross. And it went on way too long." Like I think it was way too long of the things that didn't matter, and it didn't even look like vampires the entire time. I was like, "Oh, okay, it's vampires." I was I thought it was like some sort of super power game. The art style was I don't know. I it looked familiar. It looked outdated, to be honest. Yeah. I don't I, know do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the darkness. The darkness. Darkness one, darkness two, the one where you had little demon dudes who would. They were like trying to think. Whip out of people. I can't picture it, but I believe you. It was a fun game. Probably not a great game, but I had fun. <laughs> um, in my notes, I have graph. So I was writing these down as I was watching right. the trailers, mm-hmm. and so I wrote graphics are just not impressive. Some sort of superpower theme, and then I wrote vampires. Question mark. Yes. Question mark. Because you don't see any like indicative things of vampires. No. It's just superpowers and uh, demonish stuff. So, like, vampires. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine. It's not for me. It's fine. Who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. Um, There's another game that's more of, like, an exploration-style game. Reminded me a lot of... um, Oh my god, what's the big one on Xbox right now? I'm blanking this morning. I'm sea sorry. of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. That's the art style it reminds me of. Yeah. Um, it's called. It's from Out of the Blue Games called Call of the Sea. And I should have looked this up beforehand. What What is Out of the Blue, Blue Studios? See, games or studios. When I was watching this live, I oh, really didn't think anything of it. Um, uh-huh. But this afterwards, is their only I saw like people saying that this was the best show they had, or the best thing they showed, 
So I went back and watched it again, and I was like, okay, I can see where people are coming from. This looks interesting. Like, I'm, I'm not going to discount that. It's, but we really just didn't see a lot. No. So we have, like, pretty cartoon graphics, James, like I said. we didn't see a lot of anything in this conference. You're right. You're, that is very true. Um, it's about some woman traveling on an island trying to find something, I assume. Um, there's this notion of giant beasts, because there's, like, a big serpent in the water, mm-hmm. and then... I have an all caps shape of water because what? you see at the very end of the trailer it's like someone with webbed hands like yeah. going through the water and so there's a woman and there's this man fish and it reminded me, That's it. Reminded me of shape of water. That's fair enough. It's gotta happen. Okay, this Any next other one, thoughts, Finn? I have I have not a lot of thoughts on Call of the Sea. It could be cool. Okay. But I'm let's say this is like my second favorite showing they did here. Okay, that's fair. What about this next one, Ben? Uh, this next one, they they kind of played me. I don't know. They had these like cutscenes or whatever that looked pretty sweet, and then it. Not saying that the overhead shooter is bad, but then they went like, okay, it's just an overhead shooter, um, where you shoot. It's a cock things. block. A little bit. I was like, you kind it's of a need to. Cock block. The way you experience this cyberpunky world. Okay, this game's called The Ascent. Sorry, and you play as this pig thing. And then, and you shoot these other animalistic things in a cyberpunky world, and that's all I got. Yep. There's a lot of colors, a lot of bullets, um, and a lot of repetitive sound effects. And I got that repetitive sound effects <laughs> from the trailer. So I imagine when you're playing that game for hours on end, that's gonna, that would be something that would annoy me. But maybe to other people it doesn't matter. But that's just my thought. Twin stick shooter. Yeah. Thanks. That's what it's I was got a loot mechanic. You see him opening a loot box, so there's some sort of loot. Yep. Um, character customization is a big thing for them. They said, oh, you can mm. customize your character in all these different ways, whatever. Co-op, because it's a twin-stick shooter. Um, and I assume it's narrative-based, because they gave a lot of attention to mm-hmm. the cutscenes and stuff like that. Yep. All right, weird-ass game of the showcase number two. It's called The Medium. Yep. Um, it's a psychological horror set in Poland. Um, you see this woman getting a ultrasound mm-hmm. in the hospital, and then you see something freaking out with the baby. You're like, all right, what the hell is this? Um, then you see her in a chapel, and she's like praying, whatever. Then she goes outside the chapel. Her hands start bleeding. Um, I think she stabs herself. I don't know if she stabs herself in the stomach. I don't mm-hmm. know what happens there. But you see a lot of, like, um, cross, like, fading over to another, yeah. like... It's like know, two events like happening simultaneously, and they're just, like, paralleling each other. Exactly. Yeah. And so the whole idea is that you are, like, this woman is the medium to an alternate, di- like, dimension. And yeah. so they have, like... But I'm also really confused by this game in particular, because... Mm-hmm they have this theme of, like, an alternate dimension, but then when they were interviewing the guy afterward, he was talking about how there's, like, aspects of um, cybernetic conflict and Hmm. stuff like that, and, like, the ethics regarding cybernetics. Okay. And, like, like robotic stuff like that. That sounds like a weird place. See in, like, Detroit Become Human or Deus Ex, those same sort of themes. And so... I didn't get any type of vibe from this. I didn't either, 
So I'm wondering how they're going to put that in there. Important things to note. It is the same composer as from the Silent Hill franchise. Mm-hmm. Major F for the rumored Silent Hill franchise that's supposed to be in development. But, you know, he's not the only composer out there. Um, major theme is Will You Sacrifice Yourself for Family? And apparently PTSD will play a big part of the narrative. Um, yeah, and then I talked about yeah, the I don't know. that I wrote it- down. Sure, the graphics look great and stuff, but sure, I don't know. I I wasn't, I wasn't hooked in after this or whatever. It kind of lost me halfway through. I was like, eh. I like psychological horrors, mm-hmm. so the the like weird obscure themes kind of interest in me. Yeah, cool, but we'll see if it's good or not. Exactly. Next game, so cyberpunk is a huge. This is funny, Ben, because yeah. cyberpunk games are such a huge theme at this event, but we never actually got Cyberpunk 2077. We got all these other cyberpunk it's games, and we kept shame. thinking that they were going to do Cyberpunk 2077 with one of these openings. It was rumored. It, it, it was rumored. It would have helped. It would have helped this show. It would have helped a damn lot. Yeah. Um, but we got another cyberpunk game, and this one's anime. It's called mm-hmm. Scarlet Nexus. Um, there's a Gatling alligator, as in an alligator yeah. with a Gatling gun in its mouth. Right. Um, so a key mechanic of this game is called psychokinesis, and basically you're just moving stuff around with your mind. Yeah. Um, looks yeah. like a, the sort of game that it could be made by Platinum Games, you know, very, like, hack and slash sort of. It's third-person um, anime action adventure. Yeah. You know? And, right. But... Okay, everything looks really good in this, except the enemy design. Mm. I was like, okay, it's like plants with with well, short with human limbs. Yeah, I was I was like, uh, it's like the enemy is like. Oh, Can you God. get more anime? Then? I know, I'm sure, I'm sure you do. That was just that's just me being nitpicky. But the protagonist design looks super sick. Um, it does look really using cool. all of his powers and stuff. I was like, damn, this looks dope. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I got. Um. All right, moving on. Yeah. Another FPS game, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this one's with dinosaurs. Yep. yep. And it's called Second Extinction. No, no, no. Systemic reaction. No, Second Extinction. Yeah. What? Why did I write systemic reaction? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. I was. Oh, s- that's that's the developer. The developer okay. is systemic reaction. Got it. Second extinction, extinction reclaimer. Um, it's just dinosaurs co-op. Kill all the dinosaurs. And all that's right. the whole point of the game. Here you go. Here's the little asterisks that pop up. If you're a developer watching this podcast right now, and you are in the drawing board, like <laughs> thinking about game ideas and stuff. <laughs> I would just like to throw it out there that a dinosaur first-person shooter's been done, okay? We've seen it in the arcades over the last 20 years, okay? We've seen (laughs) games of it. The dinosaur shooter, kill it. Kill it. We don't want any more dinosaur shooters, okay? They never do well. Tell me a dinosaur shooter that has a good rating and a player base. Okay, there's actually not that many dinosaur shooters. The old old Turok games were good 
But those are rock. Turok? Yeah. That's like the OG dinosaur shooter. Are you okay. kidding? I don't even know what it is. I'll look it up. Oh my god. Um, it was in like the, um, I think it debuted on N64. I rolled my eyes when I saw this trailer. Just straight up rolled my eyes. Now that's not to say it doesn't look pretty, because it looks, it looks pretty. It just looks generic. Yeah, it's a dinosaur shooter. What can you expect? Shooting out of a vehicle, just running around shooting. I want a good dinosaur shooter, Vin. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I want hey, a good dinosaur shooter. This could be it. This could be it. But they didn't really expand on any of the core game mechanics too much. They really they didn't. Just said kill everything. Okay, we got one more new game that showed, and then the biggest disappointment of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, the game that's not the disappointment is Yakuza, Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the premise, so I understand, is you're a man by the name of Ichi, I think. And so, you um, have been with this gang for a while, but all of a sudden the boss is like, no, you're out of the gang. Ooh. He's like, no! So, you make your own gang. Right. And you, there's a point in the trailer where you Excalibur, as in you pull out this metal bat with, like, barbed wire all over it mm-hmm. from the ground, and it's glowing blue, and it's epic. It is pretty and epic. There's a lot of chaos in this trailer. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. There is a lobster boss mm-hmm. where you just see a giant lobster... Yeah. Being sure. a giant lobster. Um, James, we're getting a lot of animal and plant enemies uh, in this showcase. I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of here for it. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, this is actually big because we've never seen a Yakuza game unveiled at an Xbox conference. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're right. Correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It looked cool to me. I haven't played a Yakuza game, so I, I feel like if I did, I would be more hyped for this if I had previous experience. I've always wanted to play a Yakuza game, I just kind of never got around to it. Um, but also, it's very Bruce Lee. The colors at the end, they streaked the yellow and everything. It's like a kind of a rogue character in the Kung Fu doing stuff. You know, it's like, oh man. Very Bruce Lee. I'm in. I'd play this. I loved every minute of it. Uh, this is this game and Scarlet Nexus are both big for an Xbox conference because Xbox has struggled to showcase and um, show to the audience of the JRPG and these a right. little more, um, for lack of a better word, obscure games. Mm-hmm. Or um, international. There's, sorry, international. That's yeah. a far better word. These international games that are less out of the ordinary for your Western American gamer. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is good. That's a step in the right direction for them. Mm-hmm. All right. And lastly, the biggest disappointment of this show Yep. was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Now, now James, now, last week we said we got all the Assassin's Creed news. Also, thank you guys so much for that great episode last week. Holy cow. Bluer. Oh my god, yeah, thank Knocked you. Knocked your socks off with the views on that one. Um, we covered it, you know, and at the end, we said, 
we will be covering the Assassin's Creed gameplay next week at the Xbox event. It was a gameplay reveal. How cool Instead is that? It said the gameplay reveal. Yeah, I was so excited to like tell you guys. We like, wanted, we wanted the pan of the the wide shot that gradually narrows down, and it's the protagonist on the horse or on the or on the field or on the yeah. rooftop or whatever, and you just go straight into it. But we didn't get any of that. No. James, we didn't get jack shit. I'll tell you what we got. This is my notes. Yeah. So first of all, trailer opens and it's this cutscene and you're sitting there and you see the hidden, as I call it, the not-so-hidden blade. Yeah. Because it's like, it has gold all over it and everything. You can really tell that it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you, a- They're like sieging a castle, which like can be... Um, inferred that there's siege mechanics going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's boo you, Xbox, because we never actually get real gameplay. Yeah. Um, we, it's just cutscenes. We get a tra- it's just We just get a trailer. We just get a trailer. I was fully expecting like a 13 to 15 minute someone has a controller and is playing and they captured yep, it me too. and they have someone like narrate over it or something like that. Um, yeah. Honestly, welcome to the world of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Exactly, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get we didn't get shit like that, dude. It was, oh my god, it was just, ugh. Honestly, while while I was watching it, I was like, okay, we have this little cinematic opening, and then they have the bird flying overhead, and I was like, okay, here's mm-hmm. where the gameplay starts. I'm ready, and then the logo came on screen, and they were like, well, that's it, folks. You know what I mean? I was like. Yep. You guys are the worst. There um, are a few things to note, though, in yeah. the discussion afterward, in which they point out reinvented combat, which I'm mm-hmm. excited for, because I didn't really care for the combat style of Odyssey. Hopefully I don't reinvent um, it too much. Because I like I it. They reinvent it a lot. No! Okay. I don't want that arcade shit, man. Arcade? It was so arcade That's an unpopular It was! Thing. No. I disagree. I can't agree with that at all. Okay. It was strategic combat. It was a. It was an ability wheel. I don't want any it was ability wheels in my ability Assassin's wheels. Creed game. Okay, ridiculous. It shouldn't okay. happen. Um, a new take on progression, mm-hmm. which uh, they didn't detail, but I'm curious. As well as um, they gave a small explanation on. Smart delivery. It wasn't anything new, but they basically just said, you buy a game once on any Xbox platform and it carries over with you. Yep. And that's um, it. Okay, my notes I wrote after the fact. I didn't go into any detail, and I will go over them, and it'll take me like two minutes, maybe, max. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, bright memories, a highlight, looked super cool. And that was it for that. Um, and then, okay, this next one's interesting. Almost every game said smart delivery, um, which makes me kind of think that not all of these are launching on the Series X. They were just showing gameplay so. from the Series X. So, like... Well, I think... Yeah. Go for it. I think they just said that so that, like, people know that they can still buy these games on Xbox One. Yeah. So that they can fade them out. Right. right, it's gonna help with the fade in, fade out cycle yeah. of the intergenerational gap, which is fair. I just think that this inside Xbox event was just—it did not accomplish what they wanted it to accomplish. Like, I am 
I am not any more excited for the Xbox than I was. I was already excited. I like their design for it. Um, I like... I, I just... It's cool. But none of this made it any cooler for me. Right? I'm not more excited for it than I was. Um, I said, Not a good show in my opinion. Seemed unnecessary without big hitters. An event was necessary. But not this event. Right. This was not We necessary. needed something more substantial. Yeah. That's it. That's all my notes for the Xbox event. Okay. Yeah. Um, no Halo. Wanted Halo. Okay, this is where I ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> okay. In the notes it says, Vid asks James a question. Yeah. I had two, but I forgot my second one, and this one's the not as good one. But, okay, yeah. so today or yesterday, we got an article that says Valhalla will not be as big as Odyssey. Okay. Um, and this is due to criticism that Odyssey was too big. Now, I know you didn't, or what are your thoughts on this? I know you didn't play Odyssey, but we're also moving into the next generation where they'll be able to do more things with a bigger world. So them making it smaller, like, what is your, where do you come down on this? My initial reaction is that I'm okay with smaller. Mm -hmm. I think once you get too big, you start to have playtime that doesn't matter. You start to fall into, and I'm gonna. This is gonna upset a lot of people. Into the Red Dead Two, where I'm riding my horse for 15 minutes, trying to get somewhere, and I'm just trying to get to point B. And there's nothing mm-hmm. in between point A and point B that yeah. interests me. There might have a little like one-off, like "Oh my God, save me!" Yeah. But like, other than that, like I'm literally just trying to get to point B as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And so, once they make the game less about travel time and more about being in this world that will immerse the player and has a lot to offer and a lot of gameplay experiences, which I think they'll do because from the uh, points that we discussed last week, that seems that they there's going to be a huge focus on detail and um, smaller things that will really immerse the player yeah. in this world. So I'm always immersion oversized. Okay, that's fair. Um. Does that I think, answer your question? Yeah. I would say Red Dead is more densely packed open world than Odyssey, but in a different way than Odyssey was. But I think Odyssey has a bigger map than Red Dead. Um, but Re- or Odyssey has fast travel points, which makes it a lot more manageable to get around. And you have your ship and stuff, so it makes it more interesting to travel. But I do agree, Odyssey was too damn big. Um, you Basically... After you do the story, you've only explored, like, 60% of the map. And there's, like, that 40% is huge that you have to do. Now, they fill it with, like, mythical creatures and stuff to fight, which is fun. Um, but even after all that, there's still areas where you haven't gone. And I went for the Platinum for Odyssey, and it was, like, a chore. Like, I literally printed out a map of the Assassin's Creed map and marked places, and I marked, like, a travel <laughs> map that I had to do to Platinum it. That's funny. Yeah, it was... It's an epic gamer move. So, I mean, I don't know. I wish Valhalla was a similar size, um, but they packed it with more things to do because of the power of the next-gen console. But oh, I'm not, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not sad about it being smaller. I'm sure they're... Ma- they're it's not like they're going to make it tiny. It should, it'll just be smaller. No, and I'm okay with it being... Yeah. If it's as big as you're saying, like, it's gi-freaking-normous. Odyssey is huge then it, it doesn't games don't need to be huge no like 
if it's unjustifiable, there has to be reason for it to be that huge. Yeah. If they're going to make it that huge. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Um, that's enough right. on that Xbox conference. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. So, speaking of big games. Yep. City Project Red teases a cyberpunk event on June 11th. And mm-hmm. it's this whole broadcast thing, they say. It's going to be like Night City broadcast. I'm pulling up the tweet right now. And it just says, um, Night City Wire, June yeah. 11th. That's it. Um, n- there's really no info yet, but we'll see what's going on. I don't I'm know sure we're getting gameplay. Headline. We're going to get um, gameplay, man. We got it. You think so? I mean, it's been like damn near a year since we've had gameplay. Alright, that's fine. And do you think it's going to be in this event, or do you think it's going to be during summer play? Mm, do you think this will tie into summer play? Potentially. Very potentially. We'll see. Um, um, strong guess. This is what I think is going to happen with yeah. summer play. I yeah, think hit me. So if if the rumors are true... Oh, it's not summer play, it's summer it's, game fest, my bad. Sorry, Gummer, summer game fest. Summer of play was like the sale thing Xbox yeah. used to do. Mm-hmm. Um... Summer Gaming Fest, right? Summer Game Fest, yeah. Summer Game Fest. <laughs> I think if the rumors are true, Sony is going to kick off the Summer Game Fest, Sony and Microsoft, Yeah. Um, after their events in the beginning of June, which have been rumored. Yeah. And even... That will be interesting. Um, ...speculated by the very reliable Jason Schreier. Right. Um, so... We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll I see. think they're going to kick off that event, and then after that, we're going to get, you know, huge game after a huge game. Right. That's ideal. Okay. Um, But that's what I think is going to happen. Well. Now, speaking of cyberpunk. Yes. Uh, Yesterday or the day before, the USRB put out their rating um, for what cyberpunk's going to be and why cyberpunk will be rated m yeah and so this stirred up a lot of discussion mm-hmm. sure right. did um and why was that then well basically okay a couple weeks ago we got a word from the esrb that there will be sex workers in the game and this mm-hmm. made a lot of people upset uh like there's a whole upset. faction of right. sex workers yes and that was last week or whatever, and that discussion went on for a couple days, and then it died out for, like, a couple days. And then, two days, three days ago, uh, ESRB released their long, like, okay, this is what you can expect in the game. Um, now, I'm not going to read all of that, because it kind of, it's not spoilers, but it's things I would rather not know than playing the game. But this article um, kind of avoids some of those more spoilery, spoilery things. And just gives us a rundown of, like, the general gist of it. Um, so, basically, the ESRB revealed uh, that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be M, to no surprise. Um, I mean, even the gameplays and stuff, they're they're pushing that rating. They are for sure pushing that rating with this game. Um, so, Cyberpunk 2077 may be in the running for the most detailed character creator ever as it's been revealed that players can even customize their character's genitals. That's... Okay, you know? Sure. What's another game that does this that I'm forgetting right now? 
Saints Row. Okay, besides Saints Row, there's another one. Uh, oh, Ark Survival Evolved, you can do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So this isn't this wasn't that surprising for me, but I guess, I guess the difference is that you you will be able to see these, whereas in the other games, it's just underneath clothes, right? That's kind of the difference I'm getting out of this. Um, um I'm gonna link the ESRB article, okay. the ESRB description in the description of the video, so Perfect. that if you do want the extensive list, yeah, um, and description of the rating summary, yeah, you can go and look at that. Okay, but just an overview. The description includes pretty much everything you can expect from Cyberpunk game, including blood and gore, intense violence, nudity, strong language, strong sexual content, and use of drugs and alcohol. On top of the sex and violence, there are other taboos, such as drug use. Apparently, there's an animated billboard ad of a man snorting speed, presumably not an anti-drug PSA, alcohol consumption, and foul language. And that's just there's a also head. Review. There is head. You're right. I missed it. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this game's gonna be pushing it. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited for this game. Very excited. They're not pulling I think this punches. game's gonna, this game's gonna do a lot of things culturally that's gonna be very interesting to watch. There, I guarantee, I guarantee days before it launches when people have review copies, there's gonna be articles all up in arms about something that they did. Something that they're pushing the yeah. envelope a little bit on. I'm very excited for that. And I can't fucking wait for hell to break loose when this game comes out. It will. I This game will not come out in certain countries. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Um, yep. Any more to say on that, Vin? I got nothing more to say. What I have a question for you. What's, yeah. your, what's your meme build? My meme build in Cyberpunk 2077? Yes. Like body build. Oh, uh, no legs, all chest. Okay, and it should, he just walks around, but he's also super short. But like, does he use toothpick legs? Do you make his cock so long? Yeah, that he uses it as a pogo stick. Um, I think that would be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, presumed. That would be expected. Oh, sure. Right, right, right. That, that goes without saying. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yep. That's it. I saw one dude, he was saying he's just going to make his guy so big, so huge, mm-hmm. and give him the tiniest penis. Right. So that throughout the entire game, all he does is overcompensate. Everything he does is overcompensation. Huge guns, big cars, big trucks. Mm-hmm. Big everything. Yeah, you'll love to all see to it. make up for a little guy. Next on the list is from a little game that I enjoy. Finny, did you like this game? Did I like this game? I love this game. Yeah, you did. Oh my god, right. Enzo just platinum this game, and I was, I was like, wow, your first platinum. Pissed. Some platinum did. Yeah. Anyway, what, what game, game we're talking about? about? It's Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. Uh-huh. Um, it got a free update on May the fourth, uh, Star Wars Day, and so, aside from fast travel, I will be up in arms until we get fast travel in Fallen yeah. Order, because mm-hmm. it makes the game. So much worse not having fast travel. I don't know I, if worse, so but I posted more frustrating. It, it makes it a lot worse, okay. in my opinion. I complain about it. I put it on the Star Wars uh, Fallen Order subreddit, 
mm-hmm. and this dude complained. <laughs> I had people talking about how they were literally in tears on Dathomir and the swamps because uh-huh. they could not find their way back to the ship. Yeah. And it was overwhelming. Someone said there's probably a pool of controllers somewhere on Dathomir that people have thrown. Yep. That makes sense. Ah. But what we do get in this update is meditation training, which comes in the form of combat challenges. They're mm-hmm. just different challenges of waves of enemies, different types of enemies. Yeah. Um, the hardest one of which is when is uh, fighting the ninth sister yep. and the second sister at the same time. I, I tried it. It's very difficult. Um, there's also a battle grid, which allows you to create your own battle scenarios. However, there is no uh, there's no way to share okay. said battle scenarios, which is a little bit of a letdown for me. Well, I'm sure you could like as a result the grid. Like, and have people be like, okay, this is pretty tough if you put this guy here, this guy here, this guy here. Sure. And people can just imitate sure. it. But yeah, you're right. There's no, like, post and share battle grid. I wish there was some sort of, like, leaderboard or something yeah. cool for that. Right. <clears throat> um, but to get marks, like, so there's three stars you could get for everyone. Mm-hmm. The fr- first one is kill all enemies. That's literally just passing it. The second one is don't use any stims okay. for the whole fight. And yeah. the third one is don't take any damage. And so you need, I think it's 12 stars to get a BD-1 skin, of which I think there are three new BD-1 skins okay. um, included in this free update. However, there are no new uh, ponchos, but there are new lightsaber parts. In the new Journey Plus mode, which and is a skin, bro. Plus, We're missing the skin in here. I don't want, I'm okay, getting okay. to that once oh, we get to New Journey Plus. I'm oh, sorry. So, in New Journey Plus, you get to keep all cosmetics <laughs> that you previously had. Mm-hmm. And in addition, once you start New Journey Plus, you get, right upon when you start it, you get Cal's Inquisitor outfit. And then mm-hmm. the minute you get to a workbench to customize your lightsaber, you also obtain the red Kyber crystal. And... The two lightsabers from Star Wars Galaxy Edge and the... I forgot what the tech, technical name for it is, but the uh, the Old Republic-style lightsabers, mm-hmm. those parts are now in the game for you to customize your lightsaber. They're pretty cool. Um, they're called Protection and Defense 1 and 2. There it is. Yeah. I knew I'd remember to write it down. Um, and the question that I pose is... Does this mean there's going to be more Galaxy Ed- Galaxy's Edge Saber parts on the way to this game? I know they have a lot of them hmm. already, right? They have a lot of the ones in place already in the game. However, there's yeah. a few that they don't have. Um, I understand that they wouldn't have the Rancor Tooth because these are double-edged lightsabers. Do you think um, um, that they'll be saving these, some of these for Fallen Order 2 also? They'll probably have all these parts plus way more in the second Fallen Order. I would hope that in the second one... Did we... Is this on the docket? Do we really not put this on the docket? What? Um, the EA the declared Fallen e- Order franchise? EA de- yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm impromptu adding this. Yes. EA declared that Fallen Order is now a franchise. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. I, we, we knew we were getting a second one. Um, yeah, we kind of did. But, I, I mean, I don't know. That's cool. We'll get more. It's cool. Anyway. Big fan. Big fan of Star Wars. Big fan of Star Wars. 
Um, I saw some of the battle system, so I watched Enzo play it, but I haven't tried it firsthand. And that's it. I got really frustrated with the game. Yeah, I got it is. all the secrets and all the chests on Zepho, and it's still at 99% completion. Mm-hmm. So I literally just have to run around until I find that one little spot of yeah. map that I have not uncovered yet. Yeah. And then I'll finally 100% Zepho. But it's it happens. You'll get it. You'll get it. Infuriating with how fast travel between med- uh, meditation points. Yes. Okay. Um, right. This next article, uh, EA will let you upgrade their upcoming current games to run on next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series X consoles for free. This comes from Rose Chelsea at Dental.com. I've... I don't know if I've seen Dental.com yet. This is a new one. We, we've used it probably three times before. Okay. I guess I've just never noticed it. I remember it. Rose Chelsea. Um, this isn't, like, big news, I guess, but we're just... It's confirmation that we're getting that all EA games uh, will let you upgrade to the next console. Right. So, in EA has their own quote. Sorry. I, don't, I hate to yeah, cut yeah. you off. No, it's fine. Um, in a sense, they have their own smart delivery service yeah. for their games. Right. Um, and so EA had a big earnings call this week, which gave people, which is public. The, all these earning calls and stuff like that are public for investors. So if you wanted to listen in on this phone call, you totally could, but we're just getting secondhand information from this. Um, so in an earnings call, EA COO Blake Jorgensen said, this year, Jorgensen, Jorgensen, uh, this year, the phasing includes the effect of revenue recognition from the games we are launching for the current generation of consoles that can also be upgraded free for next generation. So we're back to the conversation of backwards compatibility in regards to game upgrades. Probable conclusion is that it's simply up to developers to decide. So in this case, EA is definitely deciding to upgrade their games. I'm sure most people right. will be or they will be left in the dust and they don't want to be left in the dust. Unless these devs are greedy hogs and just want to make you buy their games sure. twice. Absolutely. Looking at you, Rockstar. I'm kidding. Everyone did that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're moving in the right direction. Um, in the same earnings call, EA announced that they will be releasing 14 games in the next 11 months. Speculation on what these games actually are, but they are hinted at four sports games, FIFA, Madden, NHL, and one unannounced game. Um... I'm trying to think of what the other games would be, or like anything. Mass Effect Andromeda 2. You think so? <laughs> no. After that colossal failure of Mass Effect Andromeda? You know what, I'm actually still kind of upset about that. I want to play because it. Because I wanted Andromeda to be really good. Yeah. you. Because you I love else. the Mass Effect games. I love them. I love them to death. Yeah. The character relationships were just so good. So I'll never play um, a Mass Effect game. Mass Effect 2 is so good. I know. I'm missing out big so, time. One of the best sci-fi narratives. Oh. Um, God, it's so good. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, it does, like, side character backstory really well. Yeah. That's good. But I, gotta I don't know what it could be. EA has so many um, oh, IPs. Yeah, that reminds me. Um, this article also said that there, these might be some... Uh, like mobile games also because imagine launching mm. 14 
big games in less than a year. It's probably going to be FIFA Mobile, Madden Mobile, exactly. and NHL Mobile, You're mobile get, as well. We're going to get a couple mobile games, no question. Oh, and that's already six games right there. Is Gods and Monsters EA? Because I'm so excited for that game. It's like that Zelda and really Odyssey cool. had a baby. Yeah, it looks. it's almost like a Shadow Colossus ordeal. No, Ubisoft. Damn, I'm way off. Oh, well. Oh, is this a Switch exclusive? No, no, no. I just saw on Google, there's a Best Buy thing for Gods and Monsters. Hmm. Um, for Switch. Hmm. I can't wait for this game. Looks yeah, cool. me neither. Um, okay. Alright. We got a couple more stories. We do have a couple more stories. Um, it is 10.01. Let's keep going. Alright. Um, the PS5 will not be backwards compatible with PS3 through PS1. This comes from Tyler Fisher at comicbook.com. Um, while Sony Interactive Entertainment confirmed the new console will play current generation, PS4, there's no proof that PS3, PS2, or even PS1 games will also be playable in the system. Developer and Cradle Games technical director Mark Andre Jutros, or Jutros, is that what you say? I don't know. That looks about right. Uh, has explained why the PlayStation 5 is unlikely to run these games from every previous console, console generation in the system history. According to the technical director, it's easy to understand the frustration of PlayStation gamers, as many of which don't understand why Sony has struggled on this front. Um, he says, As a gamer, it's hard to figure out what the big deal with this is. How come PS5 isn't backwards compatible with PS3, 2, and 1? If I can find some emulator for all those on my PC, and the new consoles are just as powerful as a good gaming PC, then there's no reason for all those games not to run, even with glitches. I wish they could just find a way to deal with it and cover everything, even not perfectly. But, he goes on to say um, that Jutros notes that it's a licensing nightmare the further you go back with, uh, backwards compatibility. Um, as a developer, I can see where these legal stuff could get blurry. Especially if the goal is to have these older games sold in some stores, said the technical director. Some companies don't exist anymore, and licenses of those titles might not be easy to figure out. I also understand that the older consoles might have some form of hardware DRM that could prevent newer consoles from reading older discs. To be honest, I just wish backwards compatibility wasn't a novel thing and just an expected feature covering all titles. Of course, for now, Sony hasn't confirmed one or another if the PS3 will play PS3, 2, and 1 games. At the end of the day, all of this worrying about the future may be for nothing. So, this is not confirmation that PS5 will not be PS3, 2, and 1 backwards compatible, but this is from a developer who believes that they will not have backwards compatibility due to the licensing and all that kind of stuff for these games. Which is totally understandable. Like, I read this, I'm like, hmm, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it makes sense, but... I don't know, it'll be up to Sony. It'll definitely be up to Sony, yeah. I I feel like if it was backwards compatible, they would have already announced it with the PS4 backwards compatibility, but maybe they're saving it. Maybe they're saving it for, like, a big bang. Or they just won't talk about it at all. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to try and speculate too hard on this because it'll be. I, I don't know. It'll. Yeah, I mean it'll work itself out. But I'm just. I don't know. It Would you even want to see it be PS3, PS2, and PS1 backwards compatible? I honestly don't care that much. Okay. I honestly really don't care. 
I don't hear anyone really saying, oh, I wish I could go back and play Jack and Daxter. When a lot of these games, they already have remasters yeah. of that are playable on the PS4, right? So if yeah. it's on the PS4 license, why couldn't they bring it from the PS4? Right. You know? I mean, I um, guess this is just in situations where, like, for instance, I have a PS1 hooked up to my TV in the living room. And, like, me and my dad and my brother will play Tekken 2 on it, like, all the time. Mm. Fight each other. And that's fun. I would love to pop that into, like, a PS5 and play it. Um, and, like, I don't know, Force Unleashed. I would love to play those games on the PS5. Like, ran- there's, cool. like, obscure games here and there that I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, I would love to play that on PS5. Right. But that's it. I- it wouldn't be all the time. What if it works? What if it works itself into some redone model of PlayStation now? That would be interesting. I just, I'm, there's so many subscriptions, it's so hard for me to buy another subscription based something, you know? It, you would, 10 out of 10, pay for Xbox Game Pass if you had a game, if you had an Xbox. Oh, hell yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking like, yeah, so we'll a separate, you... like a separate subscription for backwards compatibility games. Like, oh, a digital that's not thing. what I was inferring. Oh, okay, okay. I was just insane, like, you would pay for, like, if... If PlayStation Now was completely revamped, mm-hmm. and a part of that was the backwards compatibility, mm. yeah, would that be a further incentive to pay for PlayStation Now? I think so. If you said, all right, in PlayStation Now, in addition to getting free games like from... It would be essentially the same thing as Xbox Game Pass, where they yeah. get like big games from current generation. They also get games from last gen as a part of the Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I would definitely think about it more, for sure. I think they'd get a lot of people. Yeah, but that's Sony's decision. Time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Now, Amazon's been working on a multiplayer game, right? And it's kind of out of the woodworks. But this is their first um, big budget title. It's called Crucible. Yep. And it's free to play. I also, in this article, they reference Valorant as another free-to-play shooter. I didn't know Valorant was free-to-play. What? Me neither. Yeah. Huh. Um, That's cool. I'm going to double-check that, but I just want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. But Crucible Mm -hmm. is a sci-fi third-person shooter with um, a mix of multiple popular game designs. Uh, Like, shooters like Overwatch, battle arenas like Dota 2, Mm -hmm. battle royales like Fortnite and Apex... Yeah. Uh, there's a roster of characters. Uh, there's three main game modes called Heart of the Hives, Alpha Hunters, and Harvester Command. Heart of the Hives is like 4v4ve, so it's I love four. It. It's two teams of four against a team of like computer-controlled enemies. Mm-hmm. Alpha Hunters is eight teams of two, so duos, battle royale, but it's only sixteen people. Right? Dude, they're exactly. covering all the fronts. They are covering all the fronts. And then they literally said, which one of these popular game styles should we do? I said, why don't we do all of them? (laughs) Let's just do Um, them all, baby. Harvester Command is similar to a MOBA format like League of Legends or Mm -hmm. Smite or Dota um, with two teams of eight. So that's 16 players total with the objective, which that is actually bigger than a normal um, MOBA game. Normally it's two teams of, I want to say, four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so with the objective to collect essence and level up your characters mid-game very reminiscent of a uh, MOBA title like League of Legends 
Yeah, I'm in. I'm double checking on the Valorant. It sounds cool. It's free to play, so you're not really losing anything for playing. Yeah. I meant to watch this first look trailer, but there is a first look trailer up online. Oh, I'll have to um, look at that after this. Yes. Yeah. Both it's called Okay, so it says the the this comes from The Verge from Nick Stat. Mm-hmm. And it says, quote, while the certain certainty sounds like a game trying to offer a bit of everything to everyone, it sure does feel like Crucible is shooting for a similar section of the gaming zetgeist as Riot Games' new tactile sh- tactical shooter, Valorant, which mi- mixes Overwatch elements with the core game design of Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Right. Both games are free-to-play, PC-only shooters, quote, or uh, parentheses, at least until console versions are announced. That will surely try to win over many streamers and pro players to capture a top viewership slot on Twitch. The big difference is that Crucible is created by the company that owns Twitch, which may offer some marketing advantages, and its creators seem to be targeting uh, casual players as well as competitive ones, while Valorant is strictly catering to the competitive crowd. Crucible is also launching later this month, while Valorant won't be out until later in the summer. But both are going to be vying for the attention of and then I think there's an error in the article because there's <laughs> nothing there. Well, uh, I mean it sounds cool. <laughs> I mean I'll I'd be excited to check it out. Obviously I can't play it cuz I have a Mac, but I I'm excited to see other people play it, I guess. You'll get there, Vin. I know. You'll get there, Vin. I know. I'm going to need I need a PC so I can run this damn podcast better. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, okay, this next one you're excited about? I honestly I'm not that excited about it okay. because I don't own so earlier this week we got a DLC reveal for Mortal Kombat 11 True, called cool. Aftermath and it's a story expansion for uh, MK11 this is actually very <clears throat> out of the ordinary for another realm game in which they don't right. normally issue story expansions but hopefully this is a um, this is a new form that they will try to be implementing in their games from here on out as here's deal, my guess story reveals or a story dlc i think there's going to be a while till we get a next mortal Kombat, like on the next generation and so this is filling that void i mean okay. i'm sure it's like a good idea that they i'm sure um that this isn't like oh we just need to have something out i'm sure they're proud of this i'm not just saying they're like they're just like getting stuff out or anything but i'm assuming that since they're doing this dlc we got a while till the next MK. Sure. And, well, it's probably going to be an injustice if we're following the cycle. Oh, shit. I hope so. I love injustice so much. I love injustice so much. It's mm-hmm. I like it more than Mortal Kombat, personally, but I know there's a very hardcore Mortal Kombat crowd out there. Yep. Um, they play differently, respectively. But here's what the Aftermath DLC includes. Story expansion, of course. The story, quote, the story campaign... Oh my god, I can't read today. (laughs) Quote, the story campaign continues with an all-new cinematic narrative that picks up directly where MK11 left off. End quote. With three new playable characters, Fujin, Shiva, and Robocop. um, There's also three... It's unexpected. Three new character skin packs that will be released over time. Probably keep players engaged. Keep people engaged, yeah. Mm-hmm. as well as an exclusive thanks a million Johnny Cage character skin and if you already own the base game so 
the way this works is they're releasing an edition of the game called like the aftermath edition hmm, or okay. something similar to that and it'll include the base game plus got it the aftermath cool. dlc and so if you already own the base game there's more new content for you if you already own it which includes new stages like the classic Deadpool, not to be confused with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Sure. And Soul Chamber Arenas, as well as stage fatalities and friendships. So, like, inter-character dynamics. Um, kind of like, probably that, like, um, before you start the fight, the little banter between the two okay. or something similar to that. Coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, and Nintendo eShop, and pre-orders have been live since Wednesday. And it's going to be $39.99. Okay, quick question. Is this $39.99 for base game and Aftermath, or just Aftermath? I think I was reading it, and I think it's $39.99 for the base game plus Aftermath. Oh, that's That's good, then. That's cool. I'm double-checking because I remember asking myself the same question. I thought it was more apparent in my notes. Okay. Um, but it's not. The Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath price. So I think that's in relation to the um, the full game plus Aftermath. All right, oh, sweet. wait, never mind. It's Aftermath Collection. That's the full game. Got it. And that's so 60? Af- I'm sure it'll be 60. Okay. Um, sorry, don't quote me on that. That is no, a good form. That's a guess. No worries. Um, but I think it's going to be sixty. Okay. And then the DLC price alone is forty. Sweet. And then I was talking to some buddies about it yesterday who do play Mortal Kombat, and they think we're also going to get another combat pack Ooh, with, with some more characters after this with new characters. But nice. I think I think it's going to go this, and then a few months. Because we do have those three characters dropping. Yeah. So it'll also... It would be the normal gap yeah. in time as if we were to get a combat pack now. Keep people interested. Keep the player base going. Ladies All right, and gentlemen, now, it's time for random fun stuff. Yeah, it is. All right. Hell yeah, it is. All right, I got to start this one off because I'm so excited about it. All right. The original Battlefront 2004 now supports online multiplayer on Steam. This comes after years of not being on multiplayer. There was a certain launcher that... Or not launcher. It was supported multiplayer by a certain company. And like five or six years ago, that company went under. So there has been no multiplayer since then. But Steam picks it up. That's awesome. I'm not sure why they're reviving servers from 2004. But hey, it's awesome. My thought is just kind of like, why? I'm sure like people yeah. enjoy this, yeah. but we've also already had Battlefront 2 servers mm-hmm. on for a while, so I don't know. Yep. Vader Immortals coming to PSVR this summer. This used to be an Oculus exclusive, but now it is on its way to PlayStation VR. So mm-hmm. those who want a little bit of a lower entry point to VR um, can experience Vader Immortal. It is canon. Yes, sir. Um, the Prince of Persia 6 domain registered by Ubisoft. Now... This is funny because we also got the cancelled Prince of Persia footage um, unveiled from, like, many years ago. No, but that's been out for, like, six years. just refound. Yeah. Yeah. I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it, but you watched it, right? I watched some of it. Yeah? 
It looks pretty cool. It looks fine. Oh, cool. I was, uh, I think Mitch Dyer, from who either does or used to work at IGN, mm-hmm. um, tweeted out, "No way they had this budget for the game back in 2008. I don't <laughs> think they'd have the budget for it now." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I, more, I'm I'm excited for it's, a new. It's not the same game. Right. Right. Not at all. All right. A couple of data miners found some files that hint at a new Warzone map in Modern Warfare. It could be coming with the next season, which starts in 24 days. Still unknown what it is or what that yeah. might be, but cool. hint at a new Warzone map. Yeah, they're keeping the content coming on COD for sure. Um, okay, how do I say, is it Deuce X? Deus X. Thanks, I knew it. Alright, Deus X mm-hmm. Go is free on iOS and Android till May 7th, which is over now. Okay, we are skip this one. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry you relate to that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the funny part is, James, I saw this, and I was going to put it in random fun stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, we're fine. We have time. The people have time. I'm sorry, you don't. You don't have time anymore to pick it up. <laughs> Okay, that's it. Halo mm-hmm. 2 Remastered to release as part of the Master Chief Collection on May 12th. You'd probably already think that it's a part of the Master Chief Collection, but yeah. guess what? It's not. But now it is, baby. Now it is? Yep. Well, May 12th, four days. What is that, Tuesday? Yep, Tuesday. Um, and the yeah. final one, Bungie confirms Destiny 2 will be on next gen. More details soon. I'm not surprised. Hey, if it cuts down load times, I'm back in because the load times in that game are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I I, just, I don't think I'll ever be back into Destiny 2. It's too MMO for me. Yeah, I was. I could say that, but I know I can. I'll be roped back in with like one update or something. You know, that's just how it goes. I'm weak. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Okay. I think we're gonna save these discussion questions for next time. Or you want to just go with it? We're an hour and 15 in. Yeah, let's cut it. Okay. All right. We will answer these questions on next week's show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for episode 14 of Strictly Casual Podcast. Episode 14 of Strictly Casual. If you haven't seen, our previous episode is our Star Wars ranking, and we put a lot of time into it. Um, It's it's a great time. It's a fun time. So if you haven't checked that out already, um, it'll be the following video to this i'll have the little end screen bumper going on um and have a great week our discord is in the description you can write in i say whatever you want hang out we got a little fun community going in over there um yeah anything else to close this out and lastly i just want to say thank you so much for 120 subs that's right so huge yeah as well as 500 views on the last video i know we already mentioned it earlier yeah in this podcast but I just want to reiterate say we're so thankful for you guys we wouldn't be doing this without you that's right thank you guys so much and with that being said it's a wrap that's a wrap peace out everybody